Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hola mi gente, welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. I hope your day is going well today. Now, quick side note everybody. This is actually my third attempt recording this episode, and the reason for that is because Estrellita decided to mess around with GarageBand a little more, and I accidentally ended up deleting 20-minute episode material, and I just got so flustered. So then I decided to quickly just jump back on and start re-recording episode two, but ugh, You could just hear in my voice that I was just like not having it and I didn't want to put out those vibes in the podcast episode. And the reason why I felt that way was because in the first recording, I really was getting so passionate about the topics I was choosing, which I'm going to bring up once I'm done with my little rant. And uh, But you know, it's fine. All I had to do was like once I noticed that my second recording, I just wasn't feeling it. I deleted that one, but that one was on purpose. And then I took a deep breather, drank mi cafecito, and I was like, you good, Estrellita. You're good. So here I am, take three, and let's continue on with this episode. So one thing I'm going to start off, as we all know, with is the fact of the day. Now, bear with me, everyone. The Postal Service is telling Americans to give every ballot 14 days round trip. That means if you want to vote by mail and you want to feel good about your vote being counted, election day is not November 3rd. Election day is Tuesday, October 20th. And let's continue to spread the word, everyone. So this post was actually, let's see, the Instagram handle is Chovolo. Now, this was the first time I had saw this post, so I got that screenshot from that account. However, I noticed that a lot more accounts are posting that information to make sure that it's really spread about. And that's kind of one thing I really do appreciate about Instagram because even though I'm a huge LinkedIn girl and I'm typically on that one all the time, just to, you know, read articles, expand my network and whatnot, I got to give it up for Instagram because there's so many different influencers or Instagram platforms that those people that are doing the behind the scenes work and creating the content to them post, they're actually like taking real educational based topics and like summing it down to the nitty gritty. So it could be just one post that is understandable for everybody, which I think is so awesome because don't get me wrong. I love when I start to use my fancy terminology. I love using my big words. Da, 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 da. However, let's be real. When people are using fancy terminology all the time, it then just makes and takes a lot longer for that message to be like sent out and understood to everybody. And that's what we want, especially as something as important as voting and elections. Now, if for some reason, because, you know, all things happen for some reason, um, if this is your first time ever that you're going to vote and you've been 18 for a while or you just never voted at all, that's all right. I get you and I don't judge you. All I care about really is that if you've never voted before, 
please, 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 please take the time now to educate yourself. Learn about different propositions. Learn about who and who isn't running for office, what they have to offer, and continue on from there. Because honestly, I'm going to be real with you guys. The first two times I ever voted, because well, now I'm 25, so you can do the math. But the first two times I ever voted, I never really took the time to fully understand the political world as best I could. I, I just couldn't. I didn't. And that's why those first two times I voted, all I really voted for was the president. And that's about it. Everything else I had to do about the propositions, different governors, da 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 da, because I didn't, I felt insecure and silly to ask anyone those questions about like, why should I vote for this? Who should I vote for when it comes to this? Because I didn't ask those questions and I didn't want to because I felt dumb and silly. I just, then it caused me to just start answering and voting for random things that just look good to me at that time. And I don't think that is the best approach, you guys. It honestly isn't, especially now that we have the internet, we got Google, we got YouTube, we got now, if you're following credible Instagram platforms, we got those too that like really narrow it down to the gritty nitty for a vast majority of individuals to understand. So I have been guilty of that. But then obviously as I got older, I was like, okay, Estrita, get your stuff together. Take the time to educate yourself and just learn what you can to then put in a more validated vote. And I think that's the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if you found yourself that you weren't really trying before, that's okay. Try now. And we're in July, so we still got a little while to take the time to Google and educate ourselves. And again, we're in a pandemic. Like, if this does not open our eyes to want to vote for better, to want to really make a difference, I don't know what does. Because, guys, like, so much has been going on in our world, like, I know I've said it before on my other episodes, and I probably sound like a broken record, but it's true. Where's the justice for Vanessa Guillen? Where's the justice for Breonna Taylor? How's the George Floyd case going? How are we still not receiving any stimulus checks? We only got one, but still not every American got one for particular reasons. And it's like, we need to be better, you guys. Like, we really do. And it all really, like, it really can start from us by just taking the time to use our voice, you know? And I know I've heard individuals in the past say, well, I have the right not to vote because I live in the land of the free. Da, 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 da. Okay, okay, I get it. I get, not, not necessarily, but I, I get why you're saying that. However, I don't believe it's that valid because if it... Is such an amazing thing to be able to have our votes matter here, then why not put the vote for it? You know what I'm saying, friends? <laughs> now, moving on forward. So the next topic I do want to talk about, oh gosh, sorry guys, I literally just got a deja vu moment because I talked about this next topic now like three times because like how I mentioned that this is my third recording of the episode because Estrellita's not perfect and deleted her first audio. <laughs> So going back to what I was saying, the topic I want to talk about today is privilege. 
and how privilege pays a factor in my education path. Now, a couple days ago, I got a DM on IG from one of my amazing chingonas, and she was asking me, hey, Estrita, what are you studying? And I told her, I'm doing my teaching credential and master's at my Cal State here in town. And then she was like, that's awesome. And then as the conversation kept going, I brought the fact that I'm striving towards my doctor in education, whether it's an actual EDD or a PhD. I'm still trying to figure out that route right now. I'm going to be honest, though. If I continue to just be single, I might as well just do the PhD. I mean, it's a little longer, but if I got the time, I got the time. Now, when I had told her that, she had asked, oh, wow, that's a lot. Like, props to you, though, da 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 whatnot. Now, and then that's when she got me to think, like, it is a lot. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, grad school, it is a personal choice. I would not recommend anyone start a program unless they know that they are starting this grad program with a true, genuine objective for themselves and for their long-term career planning. And the reason why I say that is because think about it. And I'm going to be as real as and authentic as I can be. Grad school, it takes a lot of time and it costs a lot of money and it also tends to cause or it can cause, it just depends how the individual views it, it can cause a lot of alone time for that particular grad student, which for me, like I said, I just like to do my best to highlight the benefits of any situation, to be honest. But real talk, it can get lonely. Like it can get so lonely to be a grad student, especially when you come from an undergraduate setting, whether it's a commuter school or not, there just tends to be more undergraduate scholars. And because of that, you feel like you're part of this giant community where everyone can just relate to one another. Like most bachelor, most students that are studying for their bachelor's degree, it's like you're a student and you're working. Or if you're not working, you're doing organizations. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like a bachelor's degree. There's just more people They kind of get each other more because they're all somewhat on the similar wavelength. Obviously, when it comes to races and minority groups and whatnot, there are differences. But like in the grand scheme of things, we're all studying for the same finals. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you start grad school, the pool of students is a lot smaller. There's not as many people start studying for the graduate or post-professional degree the classes are a lot smaller. And even if you do meet some individuals that are in your grad program, I can only speak from my experience. They are just, how can I say this? We're all not like, it's not like how when we did our bachelor's degree where it's just like, we'll hang out right after class. Da, 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 da. No, like a lot of us, like right after class, we have to go rush to like work on our research statements, to work on getting ourselves ready for the rest of the day because we have our super late night shifts. Or a lot of grad programs, they have night courses that start after 5 p.m., but those students that are taking those particular night courses, um, those are the students that tend to be having nine to five jobs. So like for eight hours of the entire day, they're just like busy 
like at work and whatnot. And then grad school, it's only at night. And then that's it. It's just, that's the grad school life, to be honest. And the thing is, it's like, even though like, again, I'm, I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm exactly where I want to and need to be. And I can feel it in my heart. It's a lot. Like, think about it. You're in that situation where it's hard. It's expensive. You see that people aren't as like, in, aren't necessarily as inclusive during their undergrad. But again, I'm just speaking on my personal experience because as many of you know, I've now have experience in two different graduate programs, one at Cal State Fullerton, one at Cal State Stanislaus. And then when you're in that situation and you go on your social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, or you text your friends outside of the school realm, they're all most likely living their lives differently than you if they didn't choose grad school, such as they're already engaged, they're planning out their wedding, they're saving up for their down payment for their house, they're they're just finding new love, all that stuff. And then you as the grad student may feel left out because it's just like, I'm still living this long chapter of just sitting at a desk reading books <laughs> for a long period of time. And then you see these other individuals where it's just like, nope, they're done with their bachelor's and they're still going. And honestly, I think that's great. Like if you know what is right for you and you know what you want the best out of life, then do what it is for you. Because everyone's everyone's path is different. I mean, my older sister who finished her bachelor's degree She's expressed interest in grad school, but I know she's happier being able to do her nine to five. And I have other friends that are like that too, and they're just as successful. That's why I say grad school is genuinely a personal choice. You have to know you want it because it's not just about having that title where I'm Dr. Estrita Serrato or I'm Professor Estrita Serrato. No, it's like so much comes into that, you know? Now, moving forward, and this all goes back to the privilege and how I see mine personally right now. So the thing is, I, my goodness, there are so many minority groups in this country. And you know what? That's awesome. I personally love it. I love getting to know different cultures. I love getting to know different people and just like intertwining our ideas and everything together. You know what I'm saying? Now, I am fully aware that in a lot of our minority groups, we have different challenges, different experiences than groups of individuals that don't necessarily fit in that minority category. You know what I'm saying? Now, I will say this, though, and I'm being bluntly honest. Everyone, no matter who you are, everyone in this world, I strongly believe, owns a privilege. You're all, we are all privileged in some way. Now, hear me out. Now, I can only specifically speak in a Latinx background just because, again, I am Mexicana, but I have met many individuals that are Mexican, like myself, or any other Latinx um, group member. And a lot of the times, they have their different struggles where, an example, like maybe their parents, are like 
overworking, working like two or three jobs a week. Da 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 da. So like right after school, like that my fellow like community member, she has to go straight home, make the food, take care of the house, watch the kids. And if it's not that, maybe she needs to go straight to work and just like work full-time hours while doing school to help pay bills. And then it just, the list goes on and on. And the thing is like, it's, it's a lot. And that's where I know I'm in a stance in my life where I recognize my privilege enough that I can continue on with my education. I do not have responsibilities that require me to have to pay an enormous amount of bills. I don't have a house payment. My parents, they're more than capable because they have the resources to pay the other bills that come with, you know, living in the real world. I don't have to... I don't have any children right now. I don't I don't necessarily have a disability. I don't have a disability actually. I don't have any of those things, but other individuals do and like they're doing everything they can just to make it just to strive, which is why I understand why many of them may just want to stop at their bachelor's degree and start at their nine to five already because they just want to get a move on. They want to continue supporting their family. They want to make sure that they have a roof over their head for the next month versus me, I know I don't have to worry about that because my living situation is different in the sense that my parents own a house. The mass majority of my family members own a house. So it's like I can literally like, it's kind of funny because it's kind of like I can pick what school I want and well, obviously pick a school I want that also wants me And there's a high chance that, like, I might know a family member that I could, like, you know, live under their roof for a little while. So I get it, you know? So because I understand my privilege and I understand that we all have different privileges around us, I just try to highlight it as positively and beneficially as I can. And school is hard. It kind of stinks. But how could I live the rest of my life? with all these opportunities and resources that are available to me because of where I stand in my lifestyle and not take advantage of it to make a difference in our community, our minority group communities. How could I, how could I just selfishly just not want to make a difference for others, whether it be in the classroom as a teacher or whether it be that I be that superintendent or grant grant writer who's sitting at those big board of education meetings. I mean, that's where it all stems down. We all know the truth that the reason why so many companies or so many educational systems have a hard time or are taking a long time to necessarily meet most needs of minority, specifically Latinx individual students is because there's not People like us, like minority groups sitting in those high chairs. Us minority groups are out in the working class, but not necessarily sitting at those big tables making those final decisions like, hey, I want this funding to go to these school districts. Hey, I don't think we should use this particular race for our clothing brand. We should branch out to my more minority groups. We don't see a lot of that. We are getting better. I will say that. I see a lot of companies stepping it up. I see a lot of education 
institutions building up more scholarship for minority group members, but there is still a lot of work to be done, my friends. And don't even get me started when it also comes to minority women. That we need to really get a hustle on. So this just comes to show that whatever privilege I may have in my stance, I'm going to do whatever I can in my power to make sure that I get to that CEO, grant writer, or superintendent, or president of a college level so I can make those positives happen for my community members. Because there's just, there's so many amazing minority group members, so many intelligent ones. And it's like, I I know many of them would probably want to further on to grad school, but for so many reasons that is very common that happen in the Latinx community, such as finances and whatnot, they just can't, you know? And for me personally, I would like to consider myself as an empathetic individual. I would like to consider myself as someone that can be as open-minded as she can be. And I've also have had my fair share of Latinx struggles. Like, don't get me wrong. Even though I do understand my privilege stance in the financial sense, you know, because it's true. Like, even though I, I am, like, working to pay my tuition out of pocket, for me personally, because of my stance point, it's not completely impossible because as long as I put in some money, if I really need it, my parents will also like continue to help me out with those tuition payments. But um, other than that, like I get it. And I just, I want to make, be part of that difference for our world. You know what I'm saying? And again, I may have this privilege in a financial setting, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I do not meet or have never experienced the non-privileged gestures that come with being a Latina woman. I have been, oh my gosh, I'm just trying to think of the proper word because this moment that happened to me really ticked me off. But believe it or not, guys, even though my skin tone is like I'm a light-skinned, light-skinned Latina, I have been accused of being undocumented by a white man. I have experienced forms of sexual harassment in the workforce. I have experienced the struggles of like just not loving yourself enough. Like, but do you know what? This episode is not about my struggles. This is about me knowing my privilege, where I stand, and how to make sure that I use it to make a difference for our community members because we all deserve to make it. And I'm speaking from the bottom of my heart, everyone, and I genuinely mean this. If I could make everyone succeed, I would do it. And well, I mean, I'm not God. I'm not the universe. I can't, I can't do that, but I can try to make an impact on most lives. And it's like, I mean, that's another reason why I love doing this podcast, because I know not everyone's going to pick the school route. And I know there's a lot of, you know, the world can be very lonely too. So If I could use this podcast to kind of just like educate others the best way that I can and to also be a friend for many of you too, because I know what it's like to feel lonely, then I want to do that, you know? And that's what keeps me so passionate to record every week. That's what keeps me so passionate to be able to like work my full-time hours right now, do my professional program and record this podcast and work on the content for it. Cause you know, content, baby content, you know, we got to keep it going. 
All right, everyone. So I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break, but we'll be right back. All right, everyone. So we're back. Now, to continue this segment of the episode, I want to go ahead and jump into our quote of the day. So make sure, everyone, follow your dreams despite what other people think and work toward them every day. Nidia Monares. Now, I don't know what you are all thinking, but I know like reading this quote, I think it's so true. Because let me tell you this, like I've told you, I've always been this crazy overachiever. Obviously, I've had to learn to like bring it down a notch because your girl, she needs to sleep. Like, Esrita, you cannot function without sleep. Like, I was actually talking about this earlier in my live this morning. I, I think I found my little niche. The way that I could keep myself happy with my workaholic ways, but still being able to get things done and not like pass out essentially is I typically at night will sleep about five hours and then I'll wake up around five or six in the morning, get my day started, do my school stuff, get ready and then go straight to work. And then as soon as I get home, I take like an hour nap sometimes two hours, just depends on the day. And then boom, I'm up, ready to finish off whatever I have to finish off at that time. And I'm in bed by like 1130 midnight. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, I feel like I'm also able to do that because I eat a lot of veggies in my life now, guys, because I'm not going to lie. When I was doing my undergrad, um, specifically at Santa Barbara IVC, Urban Valley College, I was always hustling. Like I was always taking the most amount of units that I could. I was in honors classes. I was in an honor society working on research, doing my senior thesis. It was a lot, guys. And I don't know. It's just like I've always just loved doing that, you know? And I've had semesters where I'm just like, and let me just let me test it out and just do classes. But then I didn't feel happy. You know what I'm saying? Because I love putting in a difference in research, community. You know, I just love getting out there, meeting people, doing valuable work, you know what I'm saying? So then I've learned that my perfect balance is taking a reasonable amount of full-time courses and then doing my crazy extracurriculars. In this case, it's my podcast because everything, the world is on pause. Nothing's really happening. Well, mm -hmm. I know I could volunteer at certain organizations, but that's going to be for another episode. I'm actually plotting (laughs) a little something with that, but we'll go back to that later. Anyways, so yeah, so I've learned, okay, Estrellita, if you want to be able to just be happy with doing your classes and being freaking extra, find your balance. And that's where my balance is. But to like make sure that I really like top it off where I'm completely good is I make sure to eat my veggies and drink my water. Like I know we've been hearing that our whole lives, everyone. And it sounds so cliche, but I'm genuine. I'm being so real right now. Like SB Irvine, I would eat crap all the time. Well, okay. The first year and a half of college, I did not But then things started getting heavier and then I would just start eating whatever was just convenient, which is fine. And I was a lot younger back then, so it wasn't the biggest deal in the world. But now being 25 and like knowing that I still have another five, six years, it just depends which doctorate route I take. 
I need to make sure I'm doing what I can to meet my needs that make me happy, keep myself successful. And the best way to do that is just like work on a sleeping schedule that works for you, which apparently it's this because I woke up at 5 a.m. this morning, had my full breakfast and started recording at 6.30 in the morning. And then eat your veggies. Like I can't emphasize that enough because I remember when I used to just eat cheeseburgers, fries, anything that was just so convenient for me. I mean, I would get my schoolwork done after, but I would just feel so sluggish. And then whenever I drank my caffeine, I wouldn't use soy milk. I wouldn't use almond milk. I wouldn't do black coffee. Like I do the most with my sugar and creamers. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, Now that like I'm still doing the same amount of crazy work that I've always done because I'm just extra, let's be real, with like my workaholic vibes, um, the way that pushes me is like, for example, every morning before I have like with my huevos y sometimes pan tostado, depende, sometimes toasted bread, it depends, Um, I use my protein powder called organic 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 protein and I honestly love it because it's vegan based I'm not vegan just like I told one of my girlfriends the other day that the reason why I love it so much is because it has so many veggies it has chickpeas spinach kale broccoli all that good stuff and if I drink this it'll give me everything that I need to help me like feel powered for the good part of my day And then if I feel like eating a piece of pizza or a cookie later that night, I can because I saved myself some calories, if you know what I'm saying. And that's the other thing too, like I'll eat fast food, but it's very minimal in comparison to how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe once a week. And even if I have like a little bits and pieces, I don't even have it that often, to be honest. But yeah, so I do that. And then I just and then I just have my wibbles. And then for lunch, it's always either some kind of protein, chicken and fish, and a lot of veggies. Like broccoli and carrots are my main vegetables for lunch hour because those are just the easiest to make and the easier for me to like put my hands on. And then for dinner, it'll be like a really huge salad with a lots of proteins and everything. And it's crazy, everyone. Like This lifestyle I've been living, like, food-wise, I'm not even doing it to lose pounds or anything. Like, I'm being genuine. I'm not doing any of that. I mean, I barely have time to work out right now, (laughs) but I do try to get my steps in. But I do this kind of lifestyle because I just want to make sure I'm as powered as I can be when completing my hefa tasks. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, like, when I used to, like, like, overeat those fattening things, it just... It was getting done, but I was just always sad. Like, people have always known me and categorized me as a cheerful, positive person. But obviously, behind closed doors, when you're treating your body like that internally, you're not that happy. But it doesn't really come out until you're, like, by yourself and you're crying and da 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 whatever. So, yeah, so you've probably heard this message a bunch of times, but what you eat, is what you get. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily believe it's what you are because no, mm -mm. but it's what you get. So that's what I highly recommend. And then I just drink a lot of water. And then if I don't have my hydro flask and I'm at work, I just, I still just drink a lot of water. You know, you guys know how waitressing works. We have like the fountain drinks, but sometimes if I'm really not like feeling water, cause I want, which is hilarious because like water is water. 
Anyways, when I'm not really feeling water, what I do is I'll either have unsweetened tea with a lemon or at work or um, the raspberry iced tea, the brisk, the brisk um, brand. I'll like pour like a little bit of it into a cup and fill the rest up with water just so I can have some taste because I mean, don't get me wrong. The raspberry iced tea is delicious, but we all know this. It's like probably filled with so much corn syrup. So Eh, that's what I do with that. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally started going on to my, my personal like food eating habits based off a quote about following your dreams. But hey, to me, it makes sense because how am I supposed to follow my educational career podcasting goal dreams if I'm just putting basura in my body? You know what I'm saying? But don't get me wrong. I love pizza. I love wings. Wings are my life. But also, I guess the other thing that's been really pushing me to just like eat at home, eat my veggies is that with everything going on with the pandemic, I don't necessarily want to take part of supporting restaurants and eating outside. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, I am working for a diner right now because I mean, I need the money. However, I just for me personally, I just don't want to continue risking being one of those numbers of individuals that are causing the coronavirus cases to go higher just because I'm not staying home when I don't need to be out. Does that make sense? Like usually like I haven't even been out in like three weeks, everyone. I haven't even been to the food bank at school. Like my life right now is literally just work, my school stuff, and then my once-a-week target trip for the essentials. Like, I haven't been to my campus to get, like, pictures for new content for my Instagram. That's why I've kind of been working on quotes. I haven't been to, like, my aesthetically pleasing coffee shops here in Modesto. (sighs) But it's okay. I got a Keurig. But yeah, so, I don't know. So... I want to know what you guys are thinking about this quote, how you're resonating with it, and... Let me know by either commenting on the review section for this podcast on Apple Podcasts or go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram or go ahead and comment on any picture you see on my IG, everyone, because I do want to know, like, what do you take about this quote? All right, everyone. So I officially have to end this episode of Cafecito con Estrellita. I had so much fun talking with all of you and... You guys are actually going to get a second episode this week because I did another collab with Chicana Inc. And that should be going up on Friday. All right, everyone. Stay safe. Have a good one. Te mando muchos besos todos, okay? I'm sending all of you a lot of kisses and I'll talk to you soon.